You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick. Before we kick things off, I do want to thank our sponsor, New American Funding, for being our 2020 show sponsor, our ninth year on the air. It has been and will continue to be a great partnership with New American Funding. All right, this is going to be a wicked cool conversation. I love what this organization is all about. I do not believe we have showcased them on the show before. So let's welcome Laura Shaw. She is the executive director of Paint Love. Laura, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Ah, the pleasure is ours. I appreciate uh, you making time to join us. Laura, before we get into Paint Love, take a few quick seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Yeah, I would love to. I have a, a degree. I studied community engagement at Boston University and always knew that I wanted to work in the nonprofit sector. Growing up, I was a ballet dancer and I worked with a company that did performances in schools all across Memphis, Tennessee. And Paint Love was kind of the perfect amalgamation of my studies and background. And when I came across their work, when I moved to Atlanta, I knew that I, I wanted to be a part of their what they were doing and what they were all about. And so I started as a pro bono grant writer and kind of worked my way in and became executive director in 2019. So relatively recent in this position. But I'm, I'm, I love our work and I'm really excited to be in there. Yeah, I bet. So for those listening who are not familiar with Paint Love, walk us through the mission and purpose. Yeah, so Paint Love's mission is to bring extraordinary arts programming to youth facing poverty and trauma. So our vision is that all youth, all young people have access to really empowering creative and artistic experiences that help them imagine and create their future not limited by adverse experiences. So we work about half with Title I schools and about half with youth-serving nonprofits. And that looks like a ton of different things. We serve kids that face trauma of all different kinds. We work with youth facing homelessness, girls who have been removed from trafficking situations, recent immigrants and refugee families. And we work with professional artists in the Atlanta area. And we create really incredible programming specifically for each demographic of kids that we work with. So it's, it's really fun, but it's also really, we use the word trauma-informed. So it takes into account everything they've gone through, how trauma can manifest in, in kids differently. And, and sometimes that can look like having trouble being creative and turning on the creative side of their brain. So we do things that help them orient and ground and, and be ready to engage that creative part of their brain, which of course helps them in other facets of life as well. Uh. 30 directions I want to take this conversation right now. We could debate for hours that I think all children could benefit from more programming such as this and the power and the value of all arts towards a more well-rounded educational experience could benefit everyone. Totally. But, but those that are suffering from trauma, goodness, I can't imagine a more powerful way to help them kind of grow and mature through that traumatic experience. Uh, so let's, we're going to talk about the impacts of the pandemic on your work in a second. So for those listening, so for a minute, uh, under normal circumstances, so 
Walk us through how a, a typical program would work and how that would benefit, obviously, that, uh, that victim of trauma. Yeah, so in normal days, we have on-site programming at schools with our nonprofit partners. So we have a staff person, a, a trained trauma-informed paint love staff person, and a professional artist. And we have artists of all different kinds. We work with metalsmith, jewelry artists, and glass blowers, and screen printers, and mural painters, and wax encaustic artists, and a huge variety of different kinds of extraordinary professional artists. And they work together to come up with a project or a program. And it can be a relatively short one-time project or a year-long you know, we've done 200 foot murals that take up a, a school semester. And it just depends on sort of what that partner is looking for, how much time they have, um, how many kids they serve. And so we, we really custom create the type of project that will serve their kids the best. We come up with really intentional themes like self-worth or emotional regulation, things like that, collaboration, community building. But it's also just really fun. The projects are pretty focused on just the process and having the kids involved in every stage of the process. So if they're working on a mural, they are involved in the planning process. They're involved in the design. They're involved in everything from brainstorming to painting the walls and finishing up and sealing it and seeing how that every stage of that, which is really neat. And they have... Um, then a lot of pride around what they end up creating or being a part of. Just fostering creativity, just thinking about that idea, that seems to be kind of the brunt of what the result of your work is. Because I never really thought of it this way, but what a powerful tool to help someone get through a traumatic experience. But also, what a great learning lesson for the rest of their lives. I don't think people realize the power of creativity. Yeah, it's not just painting. It's not just making music. It lends itself to problem solving in a work environment, in your life, in your relationship. I mean, it has the lessons learned from being more creative are impactful for the rest of their lives, right? Yeah, definitely. There's so many things that even if kids aren't really interested in the, the art of it, just being learning resilience, learning empathy, learning that there's not one way of doing things, art engages a different side of your brain than a lot of sort of traditional school learning because there's not a right answer. And so it teaches that there's a lot of different ways of approaching a problem, a lot of different solutions. People's responses can look really different and they're all really valid. It teaches kids to express themselves, to sort of dig deep and identify their emotional state. We talk a lot about, you know, whether they need to have more energy or less energy to be in that sort of creative, that optimal creative zone and give some hints of to how to get there. We do some breathing exercises and stuff like that if kids are at a really heightened stage. So there's just so many touch points of things that we really think are beneficial for every part of life and for the rest of their life. Yeah, um, no doubt about it. So now I have to ask the elephant in the room question, how has the pandemic affected your work? Yeah, well, as an organization that generally works with a lot of volunteers in the same room with a lot of kids, we've had to shift pretty dramatically. We canceled all of our programming and we canceled all of our fundraisers, you know, when everything started. But we've adapted and, and changed course pretty quickly. Obviously, one of the biggest impacts is that now our the demographic of kids that are facing some kind of 
stress and trauma is everybody. There's not anyone in the world who's not impacted by the stress and uncertainty and unpredictability of what we're all facing. And so our work is even more is even more sort of sought after and and we're being turned to as a creativity is being turned to as something that is really accessible and can benefit anyone. We don't need a lot of fancy materials. So we've changed from working with clay or sort of more extraordinary materials to doing projects that are things you can find in your own home, no matter where you are. If you're in a residential center for families experiencing homelessness or, you know, well-resourced children who have a closet full of art supplies at their disposal. So it's been a, a fun challenge for our staff too to come up with new projects that anyone well, can do. If there's an organization that can figure out how to adapt to this, it's probably yours. And these artists that you're partnering with are probably pretty creative on such fronts. And it's been interesting to see, and you, you're talking about how the pandemic is causing stress for all of us. And I have seen more of my colleagues aka old people like me, who have turned to art to help them deal. They started painting again or dug out the guitar from the basement and started playing that again, you know, just to kind of give them some peace and something meaningful to do whilst we're all stuck at home, you know. So think about that and how that can affect children and certainly those that are going through a tough time. What a powerful thing. And seeing the evolution of what you're doing through the pandemic is testament to power of the work that you do under normal circumstances, you're still having an impact with this. Imagine what you can do when when you're at full throttle. Talk about these artists that you part with. It's got to be so rewarding for some of them to kind of be able to share their passion with those that really could benefit from it. Yeah, we work with an extraordinary roster of artists, most of whom volunteer their time. And they are mostly working artists, working creatives. We have a spoken word poet who's been working with one of our projects of actually a couple of different of our, several of our, our partners, um, girls that, teenage girls that have been removed from sex trafficking and uh, recent refugee families. And, you know, they've brought about writing and talked about how, you know, just sharing your story in different ways can be really empowering and sharing your experiences is just really important, especially as we're all experiencing this together, but differently in so many ways. New American Funding is committed to delivering home loans on time while providing five-star service. Their 14 business day close guarantee and fully underwritten pre-approval gives you an unbeatable one-two punch impossible for sellers to ignore. For more information on New American Funding, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. Yeah, you know, I was thinking as you were talking earlier, uh, a lot of the people you're benefiting do have these traumatic histories, but that's who they are. It informs their life narrative and this gives them a channel with which they can, even if no one sees it but themselves, the, the ability to kind of get that out of their soul and get it out in the world in a way that is a marker in time about who they are and what they are now and what they can become is got to be so impactful. Obviously, you don't do this out of the goodness of your heart. Are you funded in some way? Uh, you mentioned earlier that you had to cancel some of your fundraising events through the pandemic. How are you surviving and 
are there ways that people can currently support the work that you're doing? That is a great question. It is definitely a hard hit. The nonprofit world is definitely a hard hit industry in this time. Yeah, we are largely funded through individual contributions. About 60% of our relatively modest budget comes from individual donations. And that includes generally we have a, two big fundraisers every year. And we've taken those to be online fundraisers. Um, actually, we have one coming up on August 22nd. On Saturday, we've done a three-part series of a, a virtual artist challenge working with professional painters. And they have three hours, um, the duration of our pro- of our program, to paint like this big masterpiece, um, a, a big canvas. And in the real world time, participants donate money towards unlocking supplies for their painting, but we're doing it all virtually now. So people can just donate online and then they can bid on the paintings afterward. We also have some grant funding and um, corporate sponsorships that are really impactful for specific projects and programs. We have about 10 nonprofit partners a year and they apply on an application basis. So at the beginning of the year, we're accepting school partners right now. So they work on the academic year cycle. And so we have partnership sponsorships available for individuals, companies, churches, anyone that's interested. And you can sponsor a year-long partnership or a project partnership of one of our community partners, which is really neat. Got it. So for those listening, so individual contributions are key. Corporate is obviously welcome. And then for all those organizations that do want to partner with you and engage in the programming, uh, just where's the place that all these folks go to engage with you and financially support you? Yeah. So our website is www.gopaintlove.org. And all of the information is there. We're on all of the social media channels at Go Paint Love. And another thing that I forgot to mention is that one big thing we're doing right now is we, in this new digital age, we've created all of these project guides and curriculum guides that we've been working on for our virtual programming over the summer that we've turned into guides that families, teachers, school professionals, anyone that wants to bring more creativity and sort of intentional conversation around some specific issues. We have one on talking about race and based on the art projects and it's art projects based on the work of black artists, which has been really received really well. Um, And we now have one that we're working on about virtual greeting. So when kids are going back to school in a virtual setting, it's like 10 projects that can help teachers or again, families, anyone give their kids something to do that they can do in their own spaces, but bring together and be creative and share and discussion tips And so those are all available. They're coming out constantly. Our team is working around the clock on them, but they're really fun and really a neat way to kind of spread our work and our mission with anyone that's interested. So those are available on our website too. That's great. So those are all available on the website. And the website again is? Is gopaintlove.org. Outstanding. Laura Shaw, the executive director of Paint Love. Laura, gosh, God bless you. Appreciate the work that you're doing. Thanks for making some time to join us on the show. And let's keep in touch. And I would love to kind of continue to tell the story and I'd be excited to see what you guys do when, well, we get back to normal, whatever that's yeah. going to look like. 
So thanks again for joining us. Thank you so much, Todd. Our pleasure. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, I am Todd Schnick. It's all the time that we have for today, but thank you for tuning in and listening. And we'll look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.